0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all.
1: And Thank you and greetings everyone. Welcome. I'm glad you're here and you are at the Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher.
2: I'm Terry Kennedy. Last time I checked, I'm Sid Bennett. (laughs) You still are as far as I can tell.
1: I was just noting something as we're listening to the promo music here as our program is opening, how happy it is.
3: Well, yes, you know, we should be a, happy, right? Yeah, it's
1: a very happy, it's a nice piece, ha- happy piece, and we have to talk about America at a crossroads. And I was thinking about this title that we have been promoting all this last week, and I realize it isn't just America; it's the world. Indeed, you know, we've got a lot. Well, we look at the news and we see a lot of things that are kind of not going in a positive direction. The spiral is more down than up in some cases, and it's troubling. It's, and I'm sure that all of you listening probably have felt this as well. It is a very troubling moment in the world's history. What do we do about it?
3: Well, first thing I'm going to do is stay awake. (laughs)
1: Yes.
3: (laughs) And I say that not just rhetorically, you know. Um, I Gautama Buddha at one point said, made the proclamation, I am awake. I am awake. And when you think about that, it has a lot to say. Let us be awake to what is really going on on this planet, not just in America, but around the world. Mm -hmm. Let's be awake... To the equation of the times, and we all know, we've heard so much about this being, quote unquote, the end times. It's the transition from Pisces to Aquarius. The ascended masters teach about karma coming due from the past 25,000 years. People have a sense, this is a different time, this is a different age, and yet they don't necessarily know what to do about it. They may have some fear and anxiety about it, but they're not sure where to go, and they're not sure, you know, what can I do? I'm one person. Well, where we have to begin is understanding the equation of planet Earth. And when we do that, it put things in perspective and then allows us to take the action that might impact it.
1: Well, you know, and I think we all notice this, this is probably, um, I don't mean to insult your intelligence with the obvious, but there's a lot of complacency. You notice how things are kind of allowed to exist or to become worse and a lot of people are kind of on the sidelines, and I wonder why that is.
3: Well, you know, part of it is people, you know, are busy with their lives. We've had some economic challenges the past 10 years. People are trying to survive, so that's number one. But I think the other thing is there has been clearly a deterioration in the values of society and Western civilization, you know, certainly in the past 50 years, dramatically.
1: And that's a key point in terms of the duration. And,
3: you know, <laughs> you you go on and, and yeah. you gradually try to reduce the resistance to things then in your heart you know aren't right, but you know what? Everybody else is doing them, so do I really want to fight it?
1: And that's the strategy. I think we understand that that's kind of how these things go, is that a little bit here, a little bit there, not too much at one time, but 50 years is a short time. Well,
3: well, and i got to put something in, if I may, and then Terry, yeah. by all means. Yeah. You know, We talk about uh, passivity, okay? yeah. and passivity is very dangerous because if you're passive in terms of the, the world around you, you're going to be the victim of, the, of what's going on there. And i got to tell you, one of the biggest things that promotes passivity is marijuana use.
1: Yeah. Oh, it boy.
3: makes you passive. And when you are passive, you can't be on fire, you can't be awake for God, you can't hold the light in your chakras that is necessary to bring about change.
2: Your discernment is numbed. I, I was just reading a piece on, on online about about the pot thing that's beginning to happen, and I think you just said that twenty three states are thinking about some large number. It. Yeah, I don't know what it
1: is exactly, but and, it's
2: a big number. And this uh, the person that wrote this article was was saying, check with the relatives and the friends of the people no. the, whose lives have mm. just absolutely gone down, 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 and that'll give you an indication of what uh, what pot can do. Well, you know, we talked,
1: uh, talked about this before, and I think that we are well, the three of us here are of an age where we remember what it was like in the 60s. And, I mean, I've, I know people who are not with us any longer because they allowed themselves to be so compromised right. by drugs and not necessarily the heavy ones either, but it was the marijuana, at least in part, that literally took away their ability to decide things, to, to act in their own best interest. I mean, it was amazing to see how suddenly they just kind of flipped a switch and they were off.
3: Well, that's where you know if you influence people's diet, you get them denser foods, foods with chemicals. Again, it affects the brain; it affects the ability of the body to hold light. But you know, let me can I just yeah. get away a little bit from that and, and right. back up a little bit in terms <coughs> of because we are Excuse talking me.
2: sort of America at the crossroads. Well, we could plus we could we could reiterate or iterate that that America is the words I am race, and yeah. so it applies to everybody to on the, the world. planet. Exactly, that's yeah. great
3: point, Terry. But. Yeah. Going back to what we talked about at first, in terms of perspective, well, we can say, yeah, the drugs aren't a good thing, but I don't know what to do about it, and on and on. People want to do it and so forth. But we need to understand, as I mentioned before, what's going on on this planet right now, but also what's going on in America. And the fact that America does have a destiny, whether you're European or Asian or whatever, America is the key to the future of this planet. And as Terry mentioned, we're all members of the IM race wherever you live. Mm-hmm. But America is a sponsored nation by the Ascended Masters where this light is supposed to come forth. And, you know, if you look at the history, and I was telling gentlemen before we came on the air about a book called The Glory and the Lightning by Peter Marshall Jr., mm-hmm. who is uh, evangelical, uh, about, you know, the spiritual history of America and the sponsorship and the foundation of Christopher Columbus and so forth, who we know as St. Germain. Right. And the plan to bring forth the reembodied Atlanteans, the reembodied Israelites, which many of us are. Uh, and and, and bring a structure in a country that will be different from all the rest that will hold light and be able to literally change the world. But what has happened is, you know, the seeds of dissent from within are starting to eat away at this greenery, so to speak, of the light that America holds in the sponsorship, and that's why we see things deteriorating so significantly. And and
2: well, and it's being done very specifically too, because you, you look back at the some of the radio prog- or, the, or the television programs, "Father Knows Best." the Ozzy and Harriet show, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you could go on and on and on and name uh, programs on the radio and on television that had family values Be- back before we were all supposed to embrace diversity. I mean, the fallen <laughs> angels are diverse from the, the angels that didn't fall. <laughs> Am I supposed to hug a fallen angel? No. So, you know, we need to think about, and and, and usually what happens right at the beginning of when something is beginning to deteriorate is that, there, there is a soul outcrying. I mean, when rock and roll first started, the, you know, the, the pastors were talking about it. The parents were talking about it. Records were getting burned. And now There's rock and roll is in church. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. The, the rock mass.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you know. So, I mean, and, and
3: the danger is, what happens here is people, if you espouse these kind of positions, you know, you say, oh, that's old-fashioned. You know, nobody believes that There's anymore. There's no harm in that. Yeah. What's the right. difference? You know, people like it, you know, on and on and on. This is not about being fanatical. It's about understanding what is truth, what are the laws of God that we go back to the Ten Commandments uh, and the ethics that must be there, respect of human life, respect of our bodies, and so forth. These are integral to Western civilization, and they're being dissipated and destroyed. And unless we individually take a stand for these things... It will literally disappear. And that, of course, is the danger.
1: Yeah, and and I think we can bring that into an even tighter focus. Uh, You know, you hear us say this all the time. We invite you to awaken to the light within. It's your light that is the prize. You know, it's that place inside you where you are one with divinity. You're a co-creator with God. And all of these various things we're talking about siphon our light away. They, They literally, by increments, reduce the amount that we have the amount that we can experience, the amount that we can share.
3: And, and the, the plot, so to speak, or one of many going on right now, is to keep us so inundated with media, with things going on, with declining values and forced us to accept things we know in our heart aren't right. And it just becomes overwhelming. And you just kind of say, well, what can I do? I'm one person. I've got to take care of my family. Or I've got my job. Or I've got to figure out how to pay the bills next month and so forth. Understanding that God is within us, Gives us a position on this planet that is unique because we have the ability to call forth God's light mm-hmm. because it's already within us, and that will change things on this planet. What is unfolding now is not God's will. I mean, the the disrespect for life. I mean, I think it was Belgium recently was debating a law for euthanasia for children.
2: Yeah, I know. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah.
3: It's staggering how age, we've lost. Up to our age life. three, yeah. it's all right to kill children up yeah, to age yeah, three. Yeah, they aren't perfect. You know. So Ooh. I mean, we could go on and on. And we could get pretty overwhelmed, because sometimes I feel overwhelmed about the direction of society. But I think the key is, know that it is not God's will, and if we're going to change it, it has to begin with us. And as you mentioned, Tom, the light within. Understanding God is within us, that light must be honored, it must be be used properly as energy,
1: and we have to to speak the truth. Well, I think we take it as second nature now, because we've been involved in this long enough. But you have an I am presence. You have a Christ self. I mean, you think about the implications of that level of divinity that is your birthright. Mm-hmm. It isn't something that's inconsequential or, or you know, it, it's the center of everything. It's, it's the sun, it's the central sun.
2: And you know, uh, something that I remember was in one of the, uh, uh, the beginning lessons of the Keepers of the Flame lessons was how the violet flame can, it's like uh, you've got this bag of marbles that's in molasses. And that's the beauty of the violet flame, is that it will begin to consume the molasses so that there is space in between those marbles. And so you are able to begin to read between the lines. Yeah. Interesting. And what, Discernment. and what you hear on TV and the radio and what you read. Yeah. I remember reading a book that revealed all kinds of things that start reading between the lines. And Mark Prophet says watch the news just enough to know what to make calls. Right. And and don't allow yourself to be polarized between a left
3: and right political position. Because again, that's another plot.
1: Yeah. This isn't right wing or left wing.
3: Yeah. There are values, the value of life, the sanctity of life. God is in people. If you understand that, you treat life differently. It's not a right wing or a left wing issue. And they'll want to pigeonhole you or put you someplace, but believe me, that is not the case. And so understanding I think there is a destiny for America, and we'll get into that more. There is a destiny for us individually, but we must take a stand and do things. We can't be passive in this. You know, I, I like millions of people around the United States this past weekend, I, I watched a lot of the football playoff games. Okay? <laughs> I like football. I enjoy it. And I was commenting to my wife, when I saw the zeal of the fans, I thought, if those people had the same zeal for God, (laughs) this planet would be different. And she said, well, if they had 10% of that zeal for God, the planet would be different. So focus where you can get the greatest benefit, not only for yourself, but for this planet, for your loved ones. Because if we are passive, we are going to be steamrolled over. And when you invoke the light, then that changes and begins to change the whole equation.
1: Maybe we need to give ourselves a team name. You know, <laughs> we're the light bearers, yeah, and we're undefeated. <laughs> we, we know uh,
2: Godfrey, uh, Godfrey and Lotus had uh, as Guy Ballard and during the IM activity, mm. they had people fill in stadiums. Well, they filled
1: Soldier Field in
2: Chicago. Chicago,
1: that's right. mighty you Victory know,
2: had what was it, fifty thousand people or whatever doing
3: the Violet Flame? Isn't, Isn't that something?
1: Well, yeah. and mentioning that, which is a good segue. That's one of the the chief primary tools that we have to make this better to reverse the tide, the violet flame. flame.
3: (laughs) So you can go on with your life. You don't have to move to Washington and and become a lobbyist to change things or on this planet. By invoking light, you will change the equation on this planetary body. It's an equation of light and darkness. And we talked about the Golden Age on several shows that we had. And the Golden Age is an equation of light and darkness. So you can make a difference not only in your own life, but in the direction of America and this planet by invoking light, and that will change things. Yeah,
1: and and we cannot underestimate the power of that light once you begin to invoke it because it builds on itself, and you're not alone. I think one of the things that people sometimes feel is that they start to wake up to this, and they go, oh my gosh, is it just, am I the only one that sees this? Yeah. No, there are many people who understand it, know what's going on, and you have allies in high places. Right. You know, um, we want to turn this back, I think, to the original topic just for a moment because we're about to take a break. Um, In 1982, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, who is the Anointed Messenger for the Ascended Masters of the Great White Brotherhood, presented a landmark lecture entitled "America at the Turning Point." How
2: appropriate! Yeah, and Tom, in this lecture, you know, she pulls no punches. Oh, we'll hear her. I I love, I love the way she lectures. We'll hear her give a clear picture of America as she was founded Mm -hmm. and a sobering picture. Of where America seems to be headed today.
1: Well, you know, I think we have to understand, as we've been talking about, that we are under attack from all sides, within and without. Our freedoms are at grave risk, and action is required.
3: And we can't assume that someone else is going to do it, is going to save <laughs> us. <laughs> that no. We can sort of wait out the storm. What has taken so many years to build and sustain could be gone before we know it. As we said, it's up for each one of us to take our stand.
1: Right. Yes, well, freedom lovers, <laughs> we've got to take a short break here. But when we return, we will hear the first of two excerpts from Elizabeth Clare Prophet's timeless lecture, "America at the Turning Point." Please stay with us.
0: The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness.
4: access lesson one right now completely free no login required simply go to tsl.org keepers and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical ascended master teachings lessons are printed or available online for anytime anywhere access and anyone can join Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org/keepers and prepare to accelerate.
0: This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to
1: The Open Door. Thanks for staying with us. By all objective measure, America is truly the greatest nation the earth has known. And here... Elizabeth Clare Prophet tells us some of the reasons why.
5: The 4th of July is a wonderful day to come together and reconsider our very personal commitment to freedom, our individual independence, our interdependence under God. We review where we have come from and where we are going and that which is the midst of of our tribulation and our triumph in this hour. America is at the turning point. Who will turn America? Elohim have come for the turning of the worlds. Avatars have come east and west for the turning around of the soul. And the Christ in us speaks out as the great cornerstone and rock of civilization we trace the unfoldment of that person of Christ in our people since the beginning to the present hour and we also see shadows across America of people in whom that flame of Christos has yet to be ignited let us consider then what we in view of current crisis may lay of ourselves upon the altar of our nation that this nation under god might yet provide the leadership the salvation and the light for a troubled yet ever hopeful world christ in you the hope of glory america yet the hope of glory of the nations We are here because every one of us believes that by our personal contribution we can yet hold out a torch not only of hope but of illumination and of leadership to the world. America, we are at the turning point. Let us turn around and face the living God for he is our help and our strength. Let us follow those who have laid a clear and certain path. Let us know their footsteps. Let us identify, I am who I am in the midst of our nation. Thus we gather to celebrate the beginning of one of the greatest revolutions in all history. And it was a great revolution for many reasons. For one thing, we won it, didn't we? (laughs) We must let no man take our crown. Not only on the battlefield did we have our victory, though we did persevere, Our revolution was a revolution in the hearts and minds of our people. It has never ceased. It is ongoing. It is now. And we did what we set out to do. We replaced a despotic government with one that would secure and preserve civil and religious liberty. That is a revolution That is a private affair for every citizen of planet earth Each and every one comes into life With a spanking cry and a new breath Once again to prove that truth To strike the rock and see the mighty spring of life appear The confirmation of our liberty is why we are here No one could do it for us Not George Washington Not Jesus Christ all of the great exemplars are so that you and i could once again ring the liberty bell within our hearts and hear the resounding within our temple of the great bell that signifies our god is nigh he will enter in we are providing the acceptable offering and he will choose to dwell in the house of man Our revolution then and now is an inspiration to people the world around. We began the age of revolution and only we can finish it. Our revolution was nothing like those that followed it. The French Revolution set out to replace the monarchy. But rather than liberty, equality and fraternity the French got a frenzy of blood and an emperor far more imperious than they had ever known. Thus, Napoleon was not the answer that we found in our shores. The Russian Revolution replaced the czars with potentates infinitely more powerful and barbaric. But in America, the law was king and the law still is king if we affirm it, if we confirm it today. For there are those among us who have made themselves a law unto themselves. They have placed themselves above the law. They are the manipulators of the Constitution. And they would manipulate the person of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit as the breathing flame that burns on the altar of our heart if we would let them. Will we allow it? No. In this nation... The citizen is sovereign, the disciple of Christ. He is sovereign, and it is the flame that burns in his heart that gives him the authority to be self-governed. Peace and prosperity are to reign supreme in America. It is the prophecy of Isaiah. It is the ordination of God But we must confirm it. Will we confirm it again? Yes. It is the abundant life for which our Savior came, to which this land is dedicated. But today the abundant life has been torn from our people by those oppressors who see in the amalgamation of wealth and power the control of those whom they think are the ignorant masses. But this wretched refuse of the teeming shores of Europe are no longer the ignorant masses. They are the God-free beings, the enlightened ones in whom there dwells, the power of the Lord, our righteousness. Everything was not perfect at the outset of our revolution. But the Constitution provided the framework for the completion of a great work, a more perfect union. A more perfect union is the ongoing work of the ages and this is why we chose to be born in this land, to make our pilgrimage to it, to become citizens because here we can be sculptors of that more perfect union which we have seen in heaven before we took this incarnation. Others might shy away from the great task. Not so our forefathers, not so we today. Why did they think they could succeed? In fact, why did they succeed when others failed? Why do we think we can succeed today? How did this revolution come about? In a land that sought not revolution, but simply to secure the liberties guaranteed by British law. At a time when the result of the revolution would be a new form of government that was anything but self-evident before the fact. And in such a way that it has never been reproduced again anywhere on earth. Well, the early American patriots were on fire with their zeal for liberty. And if that was treason as well as Patrick Henry said, make the most of it. Well, we're going to make the most of it today, for that flame of liberty is undying in our hearts. They had a contagious sense of liberty. America was God's chosen place. A stage whereon he was working out the plan for his whole creation. God himself would raise up friends to fight for the cause of liberty. Such was their firm belief and such is ours. Out of the fertile American political soil came the crowning rose of Western culture. The bloom of freedom. For the first time in history, there was a lively and creative interplay between the Greek tradition of political liberty and the Israelite idea of freedom of conscience, the interaction of state and church. America was bound to have all good things of the traditions of Western culture in action. These freedoms had been in gestation in the body of Western civilization since its inception but the seeds never took until sown in the untamed wilds of the new world why then why here what made our founders believe they had it in their power to begin the world all over again in theory the American revolution could have taken place anywhere but in fact it took place here And from the vantage point of our armchairs, the whole thing might have seemed easy. But not until the war was won, the Constitution signed, and the new republic had a chance to prove itself, was the success of the issue ever assured. Tyranny, like hell, as Tom Paine wrote, is not easily conquered. Many Americans were protective of their liberties and were wary of the power of a strong central government to take them away. At the Constitutional Convention, the states began the delicate process of transferring some of their individual power in order to form a lasting United States. The states wanted and needed a national government but feared its power. Who could they trust? Who was so uncorruptible and disinterested in power, yet skillfully able to wield it? Only Washington. Given dictatorial powers during the war, he resisted efforts to make him a national military ruler and resigned his commission when the fighting ceased. Washington set the tradition of the law being greater than the head of state and made the president a servant of the people and the law. To his credit, we have a system of government which has a legal and orderly transition of power every four years. It has been said that Britain's contribution to the world was the writing of Shakespeare. America's contribution was the character of George Washington. Though these qualities may seem slightly antiquated today, honor, dignity, humility, and obedience were the very fiber out of which Washington was made. Two hundred years ago, America was teeming with great men. But without one, the efforts of all the rest may well have been in vain. And yet they were not. They planned and they worked towards a common goal. America is a can-do nation. If Greece was the cradle of liberty, America was liberty's workshop. If freedom of conscience was first conceived of by the ancient prophets, in America freedom of religion became a living, breathing reality. Untroubled and untrammeled by the ossification of the old world Americans pushed back, pell-mell, the barriers of limitation Americans were filled with a zeal for education Schoolhouses sprung up everywhere A network of railroads and canals spread across the countryside Commerce and industry flourished A people led sometimes by a sense of manifest destiny and sometimes by a restlessness and the lure of the frontier pushed towards some unnamed goal and towards the Pacific. During these periodic surges westward, frontier folk knew loneliness and poverty. They suffered from forest fires and malnutrition, and yet they remained remarkably proud, bold and independent, half-wild and wholly free. With the birth of the United States, through his love, the old order passed away and yielded to the new. Implicit in the American idea of government was the harmony between the inner and the outer worlds,
1: Yes, indeed. (laughs) I want to hear more of that. Do you? I do. Okay. Well, after a short break, we will. Please stay with us.
0: Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The summit lighthouse our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self today thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the ascended masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality and you can too the ascended masters are the saints and sages of east and west from all major religions and spiritual paths they have walked where you walk To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door.
1: Oh, I think this is a corollary of the question we often ask. Who and what are we really? We are gods in the making. And the platform that has been given us to manifest this reality is America. What must we do to realize our true identity and destiny? Well, we may have a little work to do. Listen.
5: Today we live in a time of trouble. The time of troubles prophesied by Daniel. The entire system of order through which the can do spirit so freely operated is in question. Who is questioning that order and that spirit? Who dares to question it? We have awakened one day to discover that many in our midst, the rats in the granary, the tares sown midst the wheat during the night, these question the entire foundation and fabric of our republic. But if the new order passes away before its cycle is complete, what order shall we have? Perhaps none at all. We could plunge into chaos if we do not recognize the threat of the tares in our midst. The world is at war. The economy is teetering on collapse. America is plagued with a national drug epidemic. Society is increasingly polarized and divided and violent. The slaughter of the young through abortion, infanticide, child abuse and molestation is mounting. We still have not come to grips with the problems of illiteracy and pornography, though this very week the Supreme Court has struck a blow of victory for the control of that pornography. Yet too many people are living for today Rather than building for tomorrow Fear and anxiety hover over the land We lack national leadership Though leaders abound These men and women often lack character and resolve And seem to be without a star to follow Where, oh where, can we find that one? Where is George Washington? In our hour of greatest need The only place we can hope to find him Is in embryo in our own hearts As we realize the torch is past And we must present ourselves One by one Those who are responsible for freedom This fear and anxiety that hang over the land Are the sign of the conclusion of the age of Pisces This is the hour when, after 2,000 years of the example of Jesus Christ, we are intended to display individual self-mastery over ourselves, our emotions, our environment, our ecology, our economy, and over the tares sown among the wheat. We must not allow this anxiety that is the perversion of our own resolve to take from us the cup of destiny that is extended to us. We know that the conventional wisdoms of the past in many instances have been disproved or have outlived their usefulness. We realize that unless the single individual can focalize the wisdom of the ages and all that has gone before, It seems to be relegated to books dusting on our shelves. Unless the word be incarnate, citizen by citizen, the American dream will not endure. America needs a renaissance, a rebirth, a spark of creativity. I think we should start a few sparks flying. How about you? Are we going to wait for someone else to strike a blow for freedom? Times are hard, but for society to hang together, dedicated public servants must bear a certain burden of injustice for the sake of the Dharma, the duty of the path of our Christhood. The path of the Buddha is the Dharma. And each one of us has a dharma in our sacred labor, in our profession, our livelihood. And by fulfilling it, we are a single stone in the mosaic of national life. We dare not withdraw the stone. For if too many are withdrawn, there is no image. There is no fresco. There is no broad mural whereby we can recognize the personhood of our life. By dedication to the American dream, public servants and those in the private sector must plow through without letting down the structure itself. According to my calculations, the astrological chart of the United States on December 31, 1959 shows that there was an open door to express the inner unfolding identity of the nation in the crucible of action. We had the responsibility and the opportunity, according to our karma, our national karma, to consciously express our true personality. We could accomplish this by merging our identity, represented by the sun, with the lawgiver as mother, represented by Saturn, and by a true inner knowing of that self, represented by the conjunction of the progressed sun and Mercury we had an opportunity for increased self-awareness, self-confidence, and willpower. But it also brought heavy burdens, responsibilities, and frustrations, and indicated a period of stern testing and trial, an opportunity for strength, patience, and endurance. But it required of the nation an unshakable adherence to the law in order to be victorious. As a nation, we failed our initiation in the 1960s, we failed the initiation of our karma clearly prophesied in our stars. That means that we collectively must take that initiation over again. Now we are in the 80s, initiations of our karma are compounded, but we are still going through the soul searching. Why did we fail? Why the drug culture? Why Vietnam? Why the separating out from that law which was our help and our savior which could have brought us over and through, transmuting our karma instead of increasing it? The point of resolution is through the rebirth of the self in the womb of the Divine Mother so that we can fulfill the requirements of good government, self-expression and the correct interaction with other nations. We did not find that rebirth. We did not find our mother in the 60s. We found everyone else, but we did not find our mother. There was the sign of the appearance of a spiritual leader in that configuration of New Year's Eve. Just a minute before 1960, that spiritual leader appeared right on the very midheaven Of our life. And that leader came for the acceleration of spiritual inspiration to the people and a time for the nation to reap some rewards for past good actions. And indeed, that occurred through the Great White Brotherhood and the bounty and abundance of teachings that they gave to us, which were clearly for the meeting of that karmic initiation of the 60s. It was the start of a cycle of increased awareness by the people of America's spiritual destiny and the practical means to carry out our divine plan. Instead of accelerating higher into each one's own higher consciousness who is the living word, there was a dive into the astral plane through rock and drugs and a counterculture brought back by the reincarnated Atlanteans. Thus, We took the low road instead of the high road, but America the high road is still there and your own reality and your own God star is still waiting for you, but you must reach, reach higher than your grasp and know that it is the grace and by the Holy Spirit that you will grasp the star of your own Christhood appearing. Every morning at dawn, you have the option of recreating yourself. America, awake. You have the option of recreating yourself. You are not stuck with this karma. You are not stuck with the power elite. You are not stuck with any circumstance. God in you is greater. The light in you is for the turning of the worlds we are not here to be turned by america at the turning point we are not here to be helpless victims of an age we are here to be makers of an age and co-creators with that can-do spirit of francis bacon that's the reason for our being we are gods in embryo we create ourselves history shows that if we do not accept this challenge as a stimulus to our creativity then civilizations ruled by dominant minorities become bureaucratic stagnate, decay and finally collapse under their own weight Francis Bacon knew the potential and the reward for a people who met the challenge of the can-do spirit Men are not animals erect wrote Bacon but immortal gods. He was echoing the cry of Moses. I have said, ye are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. Gods in the making, when we understand that, we will know who we are as a people, as a nation, and we will set the world on fire by our heart flames.
1: Oh, yes, indeed. You know, where will we find the true leadership we need right now? In our hearts. Yeah. We can do it. We can. Well, after a short break, we'll return for our final segment and get a few sparks flying. Don't go away.
0: (laughs) The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change.
4: Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door.
1: And welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. So, America at a crossroads. Are we in critical condition? <laughs> well,
3: uh, you know, I think we are. Yeah. I hate to say that, but I think we are in critical condition. Because we're on a, a, a trend that I don't think is good in many areas. Um, and I think the number one is lack of respect for life. Yeah. We have to begin with that, and abortion, euthanasia, the understanding that God lives within us. That was the intense karma of the Israelites at certain points, Uh, you know, child sacrifice. And unfortunately, that's what we're doing today in America through abortion. And God can have forgiveness for those that have been part of that. But unless we change that in our culture, then I think we are going to continue in critical condition. But that having been said, (laughs) the fact that we are still here, we still have light, we still have the ability to call forth the light of God, we have opportunity. We have opportunity individually individually. And we have opportunity collectively. Mm-hmm. But we can't be passive. We can't stand by and let things unfold according to the tares of the wheat and their agenda, which is to destroy the planet, destroy the lightbearers, destroy the culture of God, and the opportunity for souls to evolve. America is designed as the platform of that. And, of course, there are lightbearers in America, but there are the tares among the wheat, too. And we're not, this is not a witch hunt, but we understand that the consciousness that these tares bring forth is the threat to our divine destiny as a nation, as a planet, and our oneness with God and with our Christhood. Those are the stakes right now. And we have to begin with ourselves. Begin how we live, how we act, recognizing God lives within our heart, and that we have the ability and the power through God to invoke light that can still turn this thing around. We may be on light support (laughs) but we can draw forth enough light to tip the scales. But it begins with us. And don't believe the lie you can't do anything. You can do tremendous amounts because God is within your heart. You don't have to be run for an office, although that may be your dharma or your duty, but because of the light you invoke, this planet and America will change, and the opportunity for the precious souls of light to continue on this spiritual evolution, which is their destiny, will be preserved.
1: You know, you just said something that I found Very, very wonderful. It's almost like a castaway comment. Putting America and the world on light support. You know, we're not on life support except by our own choice. We can change that and put ourselves on light support. You know, I've shared it before. (laughs) I
3: love that idea. As you know, I was a banker for my career. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I have some understanding of economics. And the fact that this economy hasn't collapsed is beyond me. And I think the reason it hasn't collapsed is because there are many dedicated souls that are drawing forth the light. That keeps things going in spite of what's going on in the world. Yeah. And so we shouldn't take this for granted, but I think we should take it as an indicator that we can make a difference. You know, God doesn't want this judgment to come upon us. He wants us. He's brought us the solution, but we have to use it. We have to invoke the violet flame, the light of God, the protection of the people. You know, uh, even our understanding of who to vote for. When we're so numbed by impure food, by drugs, by alcohol, by cigarettes, whatever it is. We learn our, lose our ability to discern the difference between light and darkness. People will say the right words, but you have to be able to see beyond that and see the light and intent of their heart to know whether they are true or honest or not. Yeah. And you can't do that when you're suffeted and all these surfaced, I should say, and all these things that, that, that negate and compromise your ability to see the difference between light and darkness. Yep, mm-hmm.
2: yep. Well, you know, it's been said that as America goes, so goes the world. And there's nothing pompous meant by that idea, but merely, you know, it's a statement of fact. So if we lose our freedom, where will the world turn?
3: Imagine a world today without America. And look at the governments of the world, China, Russia, North Korea, the Middle East. If America wasn't here, who would reign and rule supreme? America isn't perfect. There are terrors among the wheat, including in our leadership, I might add. (laughs) But that having been said, America is the platform on which we have the freedoms and the ability to bring forth this light and preserve this planet as God wants it. It doesn't mean America is the only nation on earth that God loves. It means that this is the starting point. And that's why the attack on America is so great and why the hatred of America is so great by those fallen angels because they know the success of America is a threat to their very existence. Absolutely.
1: You know, we heard in the lecture segment, kind of amplify this point, Sid, that... um, america the american idea of government was the harmony between the inner and outer worlds that's a wonderful idea
3: well the founding fathers you know understood the spirituality was a key part to this nation and that doesn't mean that church and state are melded together that's not what it means it means that understanding the spirituality and the light within us is absolutely crucial to making the right decisions and this idea that america is a secular nation is a lie because it was never intended that way, and it's a it's the it's the promotion of the fallen angels to say God has no part in this. We respect <laughs> everyone's right to worship as they choose and choose their spiritual path. Right. But that path is being they're trying to be taken from us. The attack upon Christians, upon religious groups, is so great that you know. We're trying to be neutralized by the forces of the terrorists.
1: We're allowing ourselves to be neutralized.
2: Indeed, yeah. yeah. Our rights are granted by God, who has established the laws of our nature. So why is it so hard to hold on to this ideal? <laughs> yes. Well, What's you going know that, on?
3: thats five shows. There you that there we go. Yeah. You know, understanding the equation of planet Earth, there are fallen angels whose existence depend on keeping the world in darkness. And stealing the light from the light bearers and preventing them from making spiritual progress. That's their agenda. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that. And the second thing is the light bearers have to realize they can't live in passivity, spiritually or any other way, and that they're going to be overtaken if they just think they're going to, if they're just going to focus on their own lives, their yeah. own needs, and their own families. As important as that is, right. we have to have a global picture of who we are in the equation of things and why we have to take a stand individually for the light if only by invoking that light and by living our life that we know what God wants us to do. Mm -hmm. So it's a complicated issue. But just remember this. We can't solve every problem at a human level. We can't can't solve any of them at a human level, quite frankly. But the the calling forth of light on this planet will, number one, displace the darkness. And people can suddenly say, oh, the lights come on. I can see the truth. (laughs) I know (laughs) what to act. I know what to do. And it can tip the scales. But if we don't begin with ourselves individually, it's never going to happen. No one's going to come to our rescue. We have to be the ones to rescue ourselves, our families, our nation, and our planet, God within us.
1: Yes, again, leadership and mastery beginning in the individual heart. Well, this is one of our favorite topics, and we're drawing already to the end of the show. It's amazing. Um, The tares among us, who are they? (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: well they're the fallen angels yeah, quite frankly we know. But, but again this is not a witch hunt we're not saying this person or that person or whatever right. it's a consciousness it's a rebellion Lucifer fell on rebellion there are light bearers that have rebellion in their auras in their world we've got to get rid of that or we're aligning ourselves with darkness so go after those points in ourselves make the calls for the light to displace the darkness and for the exposure of the true intent of the, that the people of America, the light bearers We'll see and know the truth how to vote and how to act so that <laughs> yeah. we know what is God's will.
1: You know, uh, Mrs. Prophet, in her, the lecture statement we just heard, said the high road is still there. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it's a choice. It and comes it begins
2: to with that. us individually. It begins with us individually. Tom, can I mention a book that people might be interested in? Oh, you sure may. Violent Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. That Will Begin to Burn Away, <laughs> the Molasses I Referred yep, to Earlier. the gunk.
1: The gunk between the marbles, yeah, <laughs> or between the atoms. <laughs> it's a great image though, and that's absolutely true. It's a solvent. It's a yeah. divine yeah. cosmic solvent. You'll will, see things
3: like you've never seen them before. That's right? true.
1: This is a great way, folks. You know, the violet flame is your way out. <laughs> <It's the laughs> take planet.
3: it. It's the planet way out. It's the planet's way out. Please yeah. take it. Well,
1: and as I started to say a moment ago, another hour has just completely evaporated. Every week, I'm surprised I shouldn't be. It goes by very fast. Sid, thank you, as always, for being with us. Um, you are certainly our co-host. We don't mention you at the front as we should, and perhaps we'll change that soon because that's really what's, what it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. We want to thank all of you out there for listening, us. We sure do. And any questions or concerns, send them to us at webradio at tsl.org. Webradio tsl.org. We'll do our best to answer you promptly.
1: We will, too, as, as fast as we're able, depending on the volume. So keep those cards and letters coming, folks. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, in the meantime, uh, between now and next week, whenever you tune into us again, remember that though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out of of this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about the Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.